Jesus. The cry of a baby is never a pleasant sound to the ears of the mother. Judy Picau, an American writer, once said the best place to cry is on a mother's arm. Babies cry for many reasons because they feel hungry, unsettled, wet, or uncomfortable. Let's talk about hunger, but the severe kind known as Severe Acute Malnutrition, SAM. This is the story of Praise Sunday and her triplets. Um, when they were five months, I noticed it when they were five months. Let's say from three months to four months, they started sitting down. They were doing well. Then at a point, when they were five months, this particular one, the last one, precious, she couldn't sit again. If I sit her down, she will fall from the back. I became scared. I took her to the hospital because some of my family members, they were saying that whether she's uh, crippled, they were saying different things. So when I took her to hospital, they now looked at her, look at the color of her hair, look at her, and they now asked me, oh, how about their feeding? And I said, this is it, this is it. My husband didn't have a job. Me, myself, I graduated. There's no job. There's no work that we are managing. We are feeding from hand to mouth. That it has not been easy, and I have other children. So they now noticed that it was malnutrition. From there, they started giving us that RUTF. Pray Sunday is a 35-year-old mother of six. She has a degree in chemistry education with hopes of getting a well-paying job using her education. Her triplets, who are two years and eight months old, were diagnosed with malnutrition at the age of five months. I was giving them anything I have, anything I have, or pap, anything I will, even From month ever. one? From when they were giving birth? No, from month one, we were giving them uh, milk, baby milk, we were giving them a mixture with breast but at from three to four months i, I introduced pap i added pap to it so that i can carry them severe acute malnutrition sam or severe wasting occurs when a child's weight drops to such a low level they are at risk of dying unicef reports shows that an estimated two million children in nigeria suffer from severe acute malnutrition but only two out of every 10 children affected is currently reached with treatment. In 2009, UNICEF, with the support of Valid International, launched a community-based management of acute malnutrition CMAM pilot program in Kebi and Gombe State. Community-based management of acute malnutrition, CMAM, is a crucial approach to achieving widespread effective coverage and treatment of all children with severe acute malnutrition in Nigeria. I didn't go all the way to Kebi, Okumbi State. I went to Kwali, an area council in the Federal Capital Territory. First stop, 
was one of the Simam centers in the area council. This is still 2021? Yes, this is 2021. Investigations there revealed that funding for the provision of the ready-to-use therapeutic food, RUTF, is no longer available. The most common RUTFs are made of four ingredients, sugar, dried skimmed milk, oil, and vitamin and mineral supplement. The hospital then set into motion to produce its own which costs about 1,200 naira per gallon, but poverty is a leading cause of malnutrition. My source at the center stated how difficult it is for parents of these malnourished children to afford treatment. I said the major problem is funds to continue the treatment. Yes, most of them cannot afford. If they have 1,000 naira to be spending daily for, for feeding the child, definitely they can't be in the hospital for malnutrition. So that is, the, that is the major challenge. Over the phone, Chief Medical Director, CMD of Kuali General Hospital, Dr. Halima Lawal-Bellu, described the situation at the general hospital. This is also the case for 20-year-old Precious. Precious, who couldn't continue her education after the death of her mother, is hopeful of going back to school someday so she can continue learning her favorite subject, mathematics. But for now, she has to face the challenge in front of her, her two-year-old that is unable to walk because she has been diagnosed with malnutrition. The baby that day, her face no day, no ma, the face can't be up. Now I can't carry courage and go hospital. So as you reach hospital, what do you can't talk? They can't treat and say, the baby no get drip body. And they can't put drip for her. That okay, is the no first day. The second day, the, he can't say, I can't rush and the way they do her body, I can't rush and go again. Because you no get blood for body, that is for night be that, I rather can nine o'clock. Precious, who stays in a community that has a 10 minutes drive to the clinic, says it costs her 300 naira for each trip to and from the clinic. But this she cannot afford. So why you know they go to the hospital again? Sometimes they get money for transport. And if I go this one way near us, they will see don't finish. Get one hospital where they near us, another hospital where near us. If I go there, they will say don't finish. Get one mama where go there that day, they say don't finish. If I go, they will say don't finish. How does a mother cope after she is told her child is malnourished? 
praise Sunday, or Mama Triplets, as we termed her, describes her trauma. I feel very bad. I feel very, very disappointed in myself that I bring children to the world without proper care. And I also feel bad. I tell God, why did you give me responsibility that is above me? There were, there were times that my husband almost committed suicide. Luckily, just I, I was feeling it that he was, he was somehow depressed and segregating himself from me. And I told him, what is the problem? He said, this is how he has been feeling. That he has been feeling to run away or to go and commit suicide. I said, no, you don't need to do all of that. I am here for you. Anyhow, we will manage it. CMD Lowell suggests that empowerment can help give mothers a chance to fight for the health of their children. If they have something doing, they can afford one or two uh, bills, hospital bills, without having to wait for anyone to come. So if they have something doing, because sometimes when the women come, those that are having, maybe they are farming or they have one or two, uh, two things doing, they, they, they are able to afford their medications or one or two bills, hospital bills. So it's encouraging for women to have um, few minor uh, jobs they can do to get uh, things to maintain themselves. Before I left Kwali Area Council, I paid a visit to the Esu of Kwali, His Royal Highness Shaban Audu Nizazo III. The chief's prayers are that government intervenes strongly because, according to him, malnutrition is a crisis. We don't just take people to the hospital and then treat them for whatever ailment they have. No, there must be also some community talks on health. In this case, the people need to know what malnutrition is, what they can do. Government cannot do everything for everybody. But then, government should intervene wherever is necessary. In a situation where you have a high rate of malnutrition, government has to make sure that this is an emergency. If we cannot determine what emergency situations are, then there is no way government can intervene. In this analysis, it shows that the government needs to intervene because it's a crisis period. We just have to do that as government. We don't have to wait and say government cannot do. No, no. In crisis situations, government must come in. But the issue did not put it all on government. He pointed out that knowledge holds a great key to empowerment, calling for all hands to be on deck. What little effort they can put to ensure that there is a balanced diet in their communities. These are very essential information, knowledge. If, if you sit without all these things, there is no way you can help yourselves. So it's going to be uh, as if two hands are going to tie a knot. If you, if you use one hand, the, the knot may not tie. So the, the community and the government must have to cooperate. There must be a synergy so that we really uh, take care of uh, uh, the issue we're discussing. UNICEF analysis is that high rates of malnutrition pose significant public health and development challenges for the country. Stunting, in addition to an increased risk of death, is also linked to poor cognitive development, a lowered performance, in education and low productivity in adulthood, all contributing to economic losses estimated to account for as much as 11% of gross domestic products. 
in 2021, the National Council on Nutrition, chaired by Vice President Yemi Oshibajo, approved a five-year nutrition action plan. This plan will guide the implementation of interventions and programs against hunger and malnutrition across all sectors in Nigeria. If effectively implemented, the action plan titled the National Multi-Sectoral Plan of Action for Food and Nutrition 2021-2025 will reduce the proportion of people who suffer malnutrition by 50% and increase exclusive breastfeeding rate to 65%. This report was investigated and produced by me, Yechinu Sasitu, for the SAM project sponsored by International Society of Media in Public Health, ISMPH.